This is the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome to episode 198 of This is the G Podcast. Yes, yes, yeah. We here. Uh-huh, man. I'm Tommy B. Each week we do news, politics, pop culture. That piping out tea from the one and only Tanya B, man, and only two episodes away. Can you believe it? From the 200th episode. Wow. We are almost there. Yeah. Give it up for that. <laughs> Thank you for joining us, y'all, for another week. Uh, Talib Shabazz is here. We're going to talk about news. And uh, ha- has the insurrectionist party found a speaker yet? Man, maybe by Christmas, you think? Maybe. We'll see. Plus, my review of Netflix's Fall of the House of Usher is coming up later in the show. But uh, before we do all that, let's go ahead and get started with news from Syracuse Mike. Mike, what you got, man? News team, assemble! It's time for the Week in News with Syracuse Mike. Tens of thousands of black youth and women go missing across the U.S. every year, and most of the cases get little to no attention, especially nationwide. The state of California is now doing something about that. The Ebony Alert is a new state alert system to help locate and bring attention to a special group of missing individuals. When activated, the Ebony Alert system, similar to Amber or Silver Alerts, will inform people of missing black children and young women between the ages of 12 to 25. The alert system will make use of electronic highway signs and encourage the engagement of radio, TV, social media, and other platforms. President Biden is back in the U.S. after a wartime trip to Israel. While overseas, the president reached a deal with Israel on humanitarian aid for Gaza. People of Gaza need food, water, medicine, shelter. Today, I asked the Israeli cabinet who I met with for some time this morning to agree to the delivery of life-saving humanitarian assistance to civilians in Gaza. The president on Wednesday, Egypt agreed to reopen its border crossing with the Gaza Strip to allow aid to reach Palestinians as the humanitarian crisis is getting worse. And while Mr. Biden stands with Israel in its battle with Hamas, he did offer this word of caution. Justice must be done. But I caution this while you feel that rage. Don't be consumed by it. Over 4,000 people have been killed. In an Oval Office address to the nation Thursday night, President Biden stressed how important it is for the United States to financially support Israel and Ukraine, making it clear that it's vital to our country's national security. I know these conflicts can seem far away. And it's natural to ask, why does this matter to America? The president is seeking billions in aid and continued to explain why. American alliances will keep us, America, safe. American values are what make us a partner that other nations want to work with. To put all that at risk, if we walk away from Ukraine, we turn our backs on Israel. He added, it's just not worth it. A mother and a daughter, two Americans held hostage, have been released by Hamas. They are from Chicago and were seized during the Hamas attack on Israel earlier this month. The mother, Judith Renan, and her 17-year-old daughter, Natalie, were being held in Gaza and have been released after Qatar brokered a deal with the militant group. They were eventually taken to an Israeli military base to be reunited with family. Hamas is still holding approximately 200 other hostages. 
Kenneth Chesbro, one of former President Trump's lawyers, has pleaded guilty in Georgia's election conspiracy case. He was charged as part of the fake elector scheme. Chesbro is the second high-profile defendant to plead guilty this week. The other was Sidney Powell. Both will be expected to pay restitution and testify in the case against Trump and the other defendants. Chesbro agreed to serve five years on probation. They will have to start all over. In a secret ballot, Republicans voted to end Jim Jordan's efforts as a candidate for Speaker of the House. Here's Jordan. We uh, we, we need to come together and figure out who our speaker is going to be. I'm going to work as hard as I can to help that individual so that we can go help the American people. Despite some attempts to make Democrats share the blame, many Republicans admit that this is a mess their party started as the country heads into a fourth week without a speaker. Former House Speaker Kevin McCarthy made it very clear who he blames. The crazy eights led by Gates, the amount of damage they have done to this party and to this country... is insurmountable. A new nominee for speaker may be revealed by Tuesday. By the way, Middle Georgia's Austin Scott has put his hat back in the ring. Hey, thanks, Mike, for the headlines. The Newsmaker crew is here. Y'all give it up for the one and only Talib Shabazz in the building. Yes. <laughs> Talib. What's happening? What's happening, Tommy B? Thanks for coming in, man, because I know you always make it in after a Friday night. <laughs> we do our take. Yeah, well, you know. So I asked uh, you, I said, what kind of gig was it, man? Right. No, this was um, this was the same. This was the usual. So, you know, uh, okay. um, crowd is like between 35 and 50. You know, That's a good crowd. Good crowd. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Good, no knuckleheads or anything Not like too that. Many. You know, Nothing. there's still some knuckleheads, but, you know, we, you know, they, uh, Harassing the ladies. They, oh, yeah. <laughs> God damn. You know, it's That's Atlanta, enough. man. Gotta, it's Atlanta. We're going to do a podcast on on, on social etiquette Boy. in the club. <laughs> we got to do that. Man, that's hey, the man. truth. You know it. You know it. Let me do some shout outs, man, and we'll get rolling. Uh, okay. First, happy birthday to the one and only Lady J, man. The, the boss. <laughs> She know who she is. And second, <laughs> <laughs> happy birthday, <laughs> happy birthday, uh, political uh, analyst Harold Michael Harvey, man. Hey, yes. Mr. Harvey, happy birthday! And he's got a new book. Yes, man, he's got a new book. By the way, uh, Watch mm. Night: uh, Our Souls Cried for Freedom. Uh, go to haroldmichaelharvey.com and get it all at haroldmichaelharvey.com. And, and third, man, congrats, a big friend of the show. Uh, East Point City Council member, Mayor Pro Tem, and now Georgia State Director of the Georgia Working Families Party. Y'all give it up for the one and only Karen Renee. Yes. You know, that's my city, man. High school for me was East Point. So, you know. Ah, right. Okay. I can okay. still, and, and I can still go back. I'm not banned. <laughs> that's important. It's always important to be able to go back home. I, I still have access. <laughs> So, hey, again, thank you, Mike, for the coverage, man. War in Israel, man. It seems uh, aid is getting into Gaza uh, on the Egyptian we'll border. Yeah, well, it's getting in. I mean, you know, I yeah. saw the I saw the video to leave. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. The, the uh, Rafah border crossing uh, okay. is actually getting in. And Hamas has released, of course, you know, two as hostages. we tape this, yeah. two American hostages from Evanston, <laughs> Illinois. So, and, and, you know, to leave, man, thank you for your uh 
restraint to some extent. <laughs> I know, man. I know, bro. I hey, know. Man. As, you I know, know, it's just the hypocrisy, man. That's all. You know, it's just the hypocrisy of it all. You know, yeah. you you flee, you flee to Israel to mm-hmm. escape a Holocaust, and then you go and start genocide. Yeah. Well, I just say, you know, I think you, what I admire about you is you have a you're passionate about one side. Well, you know, you, you know, you're passionate yeah. about one side, but you listen to both arguments. And I think sometimes I mean, you have you to. Know, I was I was trained on the journalism side. Right. You know, so I definitely have some strong opinions. But when I do this mm-hmm. show, I know I have different people listening and I don't want right. to just do it. for. Well, I do. You know, it's a black show. You know, we're a black podcast, but, you know, black thought is not monolithic. Right. So, you know, I, but I will tell you, you know, that, they, you know, I don't I don't play when it comes down to some of the shit that the Republicans are doing. And, right. and I want to get into that. I'm going to jump into it okay. because I can't even call them the Republican Party. I call them the you know, insurrectionist party, you know, the party of anarchy. And it's really the party of burn it all down right yeah. now. And it yeah. was kind of this week. I, I will tell you, I got pleasure out of watching Jim Jordan fail. Let me, let me just say that. <laughs> Can I say that? <laughs> you know, I know that's you know, you know, I know that ain't right. But damn, Man, let me say, let me do this. Man, did you see Gates's um, comment about you know, that? Yeah, but you know, what did he say? I, what did he say? He I, said something like something to the effect of, you know, um, this is the worst treatment that anybody could ever receive. I can't believe they're doing Jim Jordan like this or something to that effect. And I'm just sitting there like, this dude I, was an insurrectionist. This is <laughs> <laughs> this dude. This dude was trying to take down democracy, man. Gates, Gates. Yes, Gates, whatever your name is. Whatever your name is. I mean, you know, come on. Shut the fuck up. That's what his name is. That's what I'm saying, dude. You you quit quit bringing 12-year-olds across the state line. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Trying to get some booty. So, you know, it was, you know, I pulled pulled out my popcorn, you know, put on my comfy shoes, sat back and and just watched. But, you know, I feel bad for the American people, though. I do. Because, yeah. you know, this is like you you said, this is not what government is supposed to be about. And it's not, right. it's, you know, you're supposed to be doing the people's work and you're doing some bullshit. You right. know, you're out here, you know, trying to can't even get a speaker. <laughs> can't, even, can't even get a speaker of the house. One I month. Mean, one been, month. One month. So, you know, when people say, well, why can't you ever uh, be fair and, and and uplift the Republicans? What? Dude, what, when, I would it, love to uplift the Republicans. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're the insurrectionists, you know, the anarchists, the Joker party. Yeah. You know, so so it is. I mean, there's nothing good to say. I, you know, I'd like to say that they are willing to work in the best interest of the people. But I, I can never say that every show that I've done. You know, going back to the first Trump election, 2016, it's always been about obstruction. You yeah. know, going back to Obama, it's. I yes. mean, you, you know, it's been it's it's been obstruction. So it's hard yeah. for me to even say anything nice about the Republican Party. I try. Yeah. I try to be fair. There are few. I mean, when when they when no, they do know, the right thing, we give it up. But I'll give it up. I will when they do the right thing. When, but you know, <laughs> I haven't. I've not had a week like that yet. Okay, so uh, and and let's get beyond that, man. And congrats to Fonnie Willis, man. 
Dyson and Dyson. Tommy's in there with the machete. That's what I'm saying. The Ron Take. Propel. What do you call it? Like the, the slicing dice. She, need, hey, she need, needs to do like, uh, what, what, like the thing on TV, an infomercial, boy. It was like, the man. Yeah, you know, that's it. Yeah. So you had Scott, Scott Hall, the bail bondsman, went first. Then you oh. had Sidney Powell, the crazy lawyer. I right. mean, insane lawyer. Insane. In second, and then Kenneth Chesbro. I mean, Jesus. they don't even Jesus. they don't know they don't know how to pronounce his name until his his attorney said it. So it's Chesbro. It is Chesbro. It is Chesbro. But see, that's the thing. Even the media has just found out through the attorney because the attorney <laughs> the attorney said his name in court they said oh we, well we've been saying cheeseboro so right. now, it is chesboro uh, so apparently letting people do that <laughs> i'm telling you man it's fuck what is the you know it is you know i'm into horror and i just i was just telling you you know and and it, it, it's like oh, man. i don't know it, it is it, this is a horror movie it could be yeah. A horror movie. Apparently, yeah. um, you know, I, and I call it the the mastermind. And y'all, for you know, we we talk freely, so mm. this is an e podcast. So I say it the way it is. Right. And it's a bat. It it really is a batshit crazy concept. It's the kind of stuff that when politics was a legit form of what do you call it of the American dream or society, yeah, the American way, yeah. Batshit crazy stuff never made it. Now, right. when batshit crazy stuff is mainstream. So this was a batshit crazy concept, but he had his RICO charges dropped. Mm-hmm. Uh, he won't see any jail time based on the police. Right. Um, he pleads get guilty to conspiracy to file false documents. Mm-hmm. And count 15, I guess, as part of uh, the overall uh, indictment was big because it includes Trump, Giuliani, and the others who were part of the big lie. But right. let me, I was watching his attorney uh, today. And, you know, as we tape, uh, I was looking at the Saturday morning shows on CNN. Mm-hmm. And his attorney says that Chesbrough never believed in the fake lie. He never believed in it. Uh, his, now, this is his attorney, okay? So his attorney says he was not the architect. Again, I think, you know, I call bullshit. Yeah. Um, he gets probation and first defender status. So he gets to keep his law license. So basically it's a felony, but they won't count it as a felony. It won't go on the record until he, if he, unless he breaks his probation. Right. If he breaks probation, boom. Oh, he will just violate it. Oh yeah, yeah, and, <laughs> and he'll testify. He says he he will testify truthfully for the state. Uh, his attorney says he will also testify for the defense if needed, and that's bullshit. I call bullshit on that because homeboy, his livelihood now is on the you know it's on the line. His livelihood. Yeah. Um, his attorney feels that Trump shouldn't worry about Chesbro. I call bullshit on that. Um, he doesn't believe the state will call him on it, uh, will call him to testify. He doesn't believe Fani will call him. Uh, this according to the attorney. I, I call bullshit on that. Um, Chesbro, and you can see the video when they were actually going toward the Capitol. He was there. He took yeah. a picture with Alex Jones. Yeah. Uh, he was he was among the marchers. So, you know, <laughs> dude, you going to trial. I mean, right. you know, don't don't book a flight. Don't book uh, a European vacation. <laughs> If I'm you, 
<laughs> I wouldn't be booking a European vacation anytime for the next two years. No, sir. Leave no, your sir. calendar open. Chess bro, cheesy. Um, but but the question is, why did he? You know, why did the state even offer him a plea if they didn't see him as valuable? And and Harold, I'm gonna I'm throw it to you because I want your opinion on this. Uh, I did talk to Harold Michael Harvey. I'm gonna we're gonna do a segment, a, a bonus segment on this soon mm-hmm. as it starts to accumulate. Sure. But he said it does mean trouble for Trump. Uh, he said the key is Powell's misdemeanor charges and the fact that Chesborough has a clause in his plea agreement that his crime does not involve moral turpitude, which is like wickedness. You know? Right. Um, now, these two items allow Powell and Chesborough to keep their law licenses. And what Mr. Harvey is basically saying is that they took it basically to keep their livelihood. They traded Trump in for their livelihood, basically, you know, and, you know, and, and uh, you know, quite frankly, Tlaib, um, a lot of these folks who have been indicted are learning the hard way that Trump's mm-hmm. not going to help you. Duh. You know I mean, what I'm saying? He, he promised. But go ahead. Go. I, I throw it to you, man. Go ahead. Man, I just want to say, man, those promises mean absolutely nothing. You know, if you, for anybody to really uh, take Trump at anything more than face value, they clearly have not been paying attention to the way this man has been running his businesses, you know, for the last 40 years. Again, man, you know, I'm from New York. We've been tired of Trump. Did you see that, um, that uh, I think it was Chesbro had only raised like $25 on a GoFundMe for his yeah, new <laughs> Trump couldn't, you know, look, you know, exactly. Look, hey, let me, let me just. That says it all. Yo, that says everything. That says everything. You have no people? Yeah. You have no people. You don't have 10 friends that could have put up $10 for you. It shows you what kind of person you are. You know, this is what I'm saying. These people, they... Man, yeah, I, 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 I'm getting my popcorn out now too, man. Because I want to watch these. I want to watch these proceedings, man. Because it's, yeah, it's the chickens coming home to roost. You know, yeah, it, it's you know they flipping like pancakes, man. Yeah, they, they have, flip to, but they have no choice. You yeah. know, Trump, Trump is number one. Trump's not going to do anything for you. Yeah. Secondly, you know, the realization hits you. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, I don't know if anybody has been, you know. Had to do any time sitting in a jail cell, you know, while waiting for a trial or anything like that. But yo, that's that's all you need, you know. That's the wake up. Yeah, that's the wake yep. up. And finally, people are waking up to this. Now, I really want to see how this is going to translate in terms of the voting. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because it's once once they start. I mean, yo, you got three already. You know what I mean? You got, they got, Fonny's got three already playing for the team. So it's, you know, the writing's on the wall. You know, I I don't know if Trump, I don't know if Trump, they'll probably do Trump like they did Reagan when Reagan had like, what was that like? Reagan had like 60, 70 people go to jail. Over the, you know, so you know, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting to see how they handle Trump, but 
yo, man, that's a wrap, bro. It's a wrap. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's I think it's heading in that direction. And uh, yeah, I do believe even when and we're not going to talk about it much on this show, mm. but even even when it comes down to um, dealing with what's happening in New York with the judge who said basically, yeah, hey, cut, cut one more, kitchen. one, yeah, yeah, one, one more. No, this is the, the New York case where he keeps uh, posting. Yeah. On his website, they found the the things they found, that right. They found the, the judge had told website. Yeah. him to take off. He kept mm-hmm. it on Truth Social, right. and basically the judge said, "Look, you're going to jail." Oh, she already hit him with the five thousand dollars. Yeah, right. Well, that's you know, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, but there are two cases. You got the DC case. Uh, oh, which right, okay, yeah, the, so I'm mixing the, them up. The, yeah, the, well, no, the, the, but, but they're both of the same thing. I mean, okay, you know, right. where they, they've already told him you're going to be in contempt. Right. So now the DC case basically has had to put the restraint on hold uh, because uh, his his attorney has challenged it. But the New York judge is basically where where you know Tish James is. Mm-hmm. You know they have. I mean he could possibly go to jail. So it's going to be right. interesting within those between those two cases to see uh, because you know he's not going to shut up. So yeah, yeah. There you go. Hey, but, you know, I, I, I'm going to put this behind us and move on to the next story because I want to make sure we spend enough time talking about these black voters in Louisiana. So, yeah, I, I, I agree. And we're going to watch what's going on and probably do something special with uh, Mr. Harvey when it comes down to this whole uh, these witnesses or well, <laughs> I'm not going to say these these co-defendants. I'll leave it at that. OK. All right, let's let's talk, uh, man, Louisiana, black voters, man, according to Politico, uh, statewide turnout was 36 percent. Now, that's below 50 percent, which is ridiculous. And it was down 10 points from 46 percent at the 2019 gubernatorial primary. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, this is the gubernatorial race where black voters had the opportunity to elect a black man for governor. The first one potentially since Reconstruction. Right. Um, the turnout was, the, and, and get this, man, the drop in turnout was much sharper in the large black populations. Uh, we're talking about of the 15 Louisiana parishes where census data shows that at least 40% are black. Right. The turnout drop was greater than the statewide average in 10 of them, including New Orleans and Baton Rouge. Dude, why why aren't we going to vote, man? I mean, when I you know, I want to, I want your opinion. I have my thoughts, but I want your opinion. Why 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 aren't black people going to vote, man? For who? When the stakes are high. You governor's know, race, uh, governor's race. Governor's now, race. Governor's should race. have been should have brought him out, especially after Bobby Jindal. Yeah. Um, but you know, man, people are just you know why they're not showing up is because they're not getting anything. Honestly, you what know, do they that's want? the only thing I don't know what they want, but there's nothing on the table for them. Obviously, you know, the, the thing is, yeah. OK, how many times can you do the same thing expecting a different result? OK, you know, what I'm saying is, is I don't know what the voters of Louisiana want, but I know that, you know, the Democratic Party did not do this race any kind of justice. They, it mm. could not have because they there was there was there was no turnout. People, yeah. I don't even know if people thought about, hey man, this is the real race right now. This is not a primary. Yeah, you know what I mean. This is this is the real thing. I don't know. 
you know, but I can say this, I can honestly say that I understand. It's like, why at this point, why should I? Because even when I vote, we don't get anything. We get no, we get, I mean, let's look at, you know, Biden's track record. If we're going to talk about the Democratic Party, this guy ran on several platforms, you know, saying he was going to do this and civil rights. and uh, You know what I mean? Yeah. We got nothing. We've got nothing. So, I mean, how many times do you expect from, you know, it's kind of the way I feel about this is the way I feel about the situation in Israel. It's how many times do I go out and do what I'm supposed to do and see nothing in return? Okay. Okay. You know, I, I just, you know, for, like I said, for me, I would never do that because even if I'm just writing my own name in, I'm always going to go and vote. But you know what? Here's the deal. Here's the deal. And that's the thing. Um, there were probably more people who went to Beyonce in September at the Superdome. Oh, definitely was. Then so, went out. So to out. <laughs> and that's sad. Man. God damn, it was free. You know what I'm saying? So, so my point is, it, just a couple of just a couple of things to look at. Okay, uh-huh. Louisiana, Louisiana has the second highest murder rate per capita yeah. in the nation. Okay, the Republicans promised to be tough on crime. Okay, mm-hmm. Jeff Landry, who's already look. Landry's already been known as a white supremacist. Yeah. Okay. They, the, the, the black folks knew, okay, if, if, if the black man loses, then the white supremacist is going to go into office. They right. knew that. Right. Uh, he was endorsed by Trump and another white supremacist, Steve Scalise. Okay. Um, he, he, he embraces the abortion, abortion ban. Here's my thing. And I want to get to this. I want your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Uh, he embraced the abortion ban. Uh, banning gender affirming, uh, affirming medical care for, for, for trans youth, banning books, which, you know, I want to get to that. I want to come back to that. Um, they basically, in my opinion, have repositioned the Democrats to be the fringe party, you know, mm-hmm. and that's just my that, that's what I see. Right. OK, versus what I think by well, one thing I think Biden does, he sees that. And he really tries to reposition or keep the Democratic Party position as the working class party. Okay, Um, so my my point is this guy, Landry, who won, had more money. Mm -hmm. Okay, outfought with more money. Okay, so knowing that we are up against the presidential election in 2024, why didn't the Democratic Party look at this? As because they flipped this from Democrat to Republican. Mm-hmm. Why did they not put the money in to match what the Republican candidate has had? And and that's where I think it's a failing. I, I really do. I mean, the other thing is I want to go back to the abortion ban, gender affirming medical care and the book banning. Black people don't care about that. I hate to say it, you know, but when it comes down to it, um, you know, I think the majority of blacks in in southern cities in in these areas uh like you said what's in it for me it's with them mm-hmm. you know what's in it for me right and it's also you know the black church has always been it is i just got the w-i-f-m what's in it for me you know that ain't no 
None of that. Oh. But my point also is the black church has always been the push <laughs> in the community for black yeah. people to right. get the vote, you know, to push the vote, push the candidates over the finish line. And I just don't think I think what's happening, man, is a lot of the platform that's being made mainstream. The black church ain't going to touch it. They won't touch it. You know, so it's good versus evil. And on the other hand, we talk about, you know, you got black rappers like Waka Flocka and, you know, Sexy Red embracing, you know, the, the Republican Party. And, you know, they're talking about the, oh, well, we got this from Trump. We got this from Trump. And I think on the young side, man, it's caused this thought. Pro- you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, I, I yeah. think it's caused some doubt in terms of who's really doing who's ever, who's really working in my best interest. And they're willing to say, oh, fuck the racism. I'll deal with that on my own until a cop shoots you dead in the street. Yeah. What was the... Uh... What was the case where um, um, unlimited monies could um, be used for political purposes? Was that Citizens United? Yeah, yeah, Citizens United. With the, it's why we have dark money. It's right. why we have PACs. Right, right. right. Okay, okay. Um, we've got that. We have um, we have people who are influenced by the dark money. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which leads to apathetic voters. Yeah. Because yep. they see that their their politicians, the people that are being elected to represent them, yeah. um, are really just uh in it for their own enrichment. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it, it has to stop. It has to yeah. stop. Well, it's, I'll tell you, it's not going to stop until it's done away with. Because yeah. as long as the money can be spent, and I'll, I'll be quite frank with you, I think the influencers are getting a lot of money too. Yes. <laughs> I think they get they get paid. Yes. Because if, if we're if we're not paying if we're not paying the influencers to influence the community, get somebody is somebody is, and it's happening. And this is and you know and we've got uh, there was what, what there was another case that I kind of wanted to include in that little tirade I just did. Um, yeah, yeah. But, you know, we've got propaganda is now legal. Yeah. In the United States. Yeah. And we have a uh, former president who is the master of this propaganda. Yeah. So, you know, you know, I had to, you know, I, I, I was working out in Kansas City Missouri and um, like last year, the year before and um, met a white guy cool, you know we're outside talking, you know outside of the hotel and everything yeah. and he just goes into this whole you know uh, I, I really tried to steer the conversation away from Trump Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but he kept bringing up Biden, Biden this, Biden that. And I'm like, listen, I don't like him either. Yeah. But Trump, what did Trump do for you? Why yeah. do you like this guy? You know, and he started giving me reasons that have nothing to do with with uh, a political agenda. You know, I like the way he talks and he makes yeah. people do this and he makes. I said, no, he doesn't. 
bro. You can see that on the on the Apprentice. Just bro. watch the just watch the Apprentice if you like him. Don't Come vote on. for him, right? <laughs> yeah, when he That's when the, he did, look at the reruns. Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. And this is what I'm saying. We the propaganda is real. The yeah. reason that sexy red who can barely you know speak English, mm-hmm. <laughs> but she knows that her booty hole is brown. Mm-hmm. Um. Why else would somebody like that who think that Trump is is something is someone to back? Why where where is she getting the information oh, from? Only based on the PPP loans that she got. That's it. Yeah. And, anybody and would have done things. that. Anybody, yeah. any president would have done and, and that. Honest, and honestly, all that. Any president would have done the same thing. And honestly, it was a democratic program when when you look at the you know, you look at all the money that came out of that. Uh, yeah. 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 With, so with COVID. And so, again, look, if you just want to listen, I'm not going to try and sit here and tell anybody how to think, you mm-hmm. know, you know. And to be honest, I like the fact that Sexy Red, Waka Flocka, Polo the Don and all these people, you know, who were backing, who, who you know, favored Trump even have an opinion because they're in the public eye. You know what I mean? And it's important for us melanated yeah. people to to become active. So I don't have a problem with them wanting to back Trump. I really don't, you know, because everybody has an opinion. Yeah. You know, and just because I see things differently doesn't mean that I can't respect your opinion. Yeah. But the thing but is, no again, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible, bro. It's it terrible. Is. It's the reason for me. I, I'm cool. I, I agree with you. I, I think people have a right to to, to be different. Yeah. But the rationale, the the rationalization behind the choice. It's not making sense, bro. It doesn't it's make sense. To sense. You haven't done your homework. Right. So I get it. I get it. Right. All right, man. So so last last word on 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 elections, and we'll move. Just uh, or I'll I'll just end it there. Oh yeah, you can end it there. <laughs> like, you know, look, bro. I mean, you know, you know I got the. You know, yo, man, look. The real. I don't is, know. This is this is there has never been a better time for a third party. Yeah. Well, you know, but here's the thing, Talib. I agree to a certain extent, but the the issue that we're facing, I think, on the local level, you've got Mississippi coming up mm-hmm. in a month. Okay, gubernatorial race. Okay. Right. I think that this Louisiana, what do you call it? Apathy, show of mm-hmm. apathy. I think it's a sign of things to come. Yeah. I think we're going to see it in Mississippi. I think we're going to see it in Virginia. Yes. Uh, I think we're going to see it. I, I mean, honestly, and, and things, unless things really turn around, I think you're going to see it in 2024 with the 2024 presidential election. Definitely. And I hate to be the harbinger of doom. But I just feel that I feel that I don't think that the, I don't think that there's much excitement around, uh, you know, people's willingness to participate. Right. I just don't see the drive. So, you know, I, I'm just saying and, and, and that calls me to question the DNC. Yeah. Because, yeah. because we got a black man running the DNC right now. So it's like, wait a minute. Do you not see that there's a problem here? And I'll leave it at that. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Real quick, and and I just want to say this, and then we'll close, man. Um, 
Well, go ahead. What's your big takeaway? And I'll give you mine and we'll close it. If man, you don't have I don't one, I get my, you. I don't have no takeaway for this week. I, man. There was I, so much happening. We, we, we went through it. We went through everything. So. Right. But let me say this, man. My big takeaway is Spirit <laughs> Airlines canceled 100 flights, y'all. And I know black people be using Spirit like <laughs> that's the go to for a lot of folks. Look, 100 flights out of an. Now, they call this an abundance of caution. Okay, and of the hundred that they canceled, 25 planes had to be taken out of service. Okay, so I'm going to tell y'all as a public service, y'all need to take that information and use it. However, (laughs) but that was the highest number of cancellations among the majors. I don't want to get an email or a call from Spirit, but I want y'all to take that info and use it to the best of your ability in terms of how you plan your vacation, yeah. your flights, because right. that is not a good sign. I know a, black, a lot of black folks use them. I but, mean, yeah. People, mm. the, the, the new people express, you know. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> people express was a bus in the air, man, for real. And that's, that was, that's right. You know, exactly. This is the... <laughs> Trailways. <laughs> there we go. All right, y'all. We love oh, your thoughts. Man. We love your thoughts. Go to castropolis.net. Choose the people poll. Leave a uh, leave us a voice message. You know, I'll play back the best. And and again, thank you again, Talib Shabazz. Yes, yes, yes. Talib, thank yeah, you so bro. much, man. Likewise. Let's take a break and we'll come back with the tea with Tanya B. Appreciate you, man. All right, Tommy. For this is the G Podcast after the break. Hey everybody, what's up? It's Tommy B from This Is The G Podcast. And if you've been thinking about starting your own podcast uh, in 2024, I'd love to have a chat with you. The Castropolis Podcast Network is currently accepting new shows. And if you have a clear vision and a unique voice, let's get in touch. Reach out to me at info at castropolis.net or visit the website castropolis.net. Simply click on the Contact Us button. So go to castropolis.net, click on Contact Us and just leave me a message. I'm Tommy B from This Is The G podcast and i can't wait to help you start your very own podcast journey today now then children it's time for tea it's tea time y'all sipping the tea with tanya b yes 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 children it's time for tea and your girl tanya b is back here this is the g podcast so let's just get into it let's sip some gt a lot has happened over the last week and change let me just get right into your entertainment news headlines starting off with the obituaries rest in peace to isley Brothers co-founder Rudolph Isley passed away from a heart attack at the age of 84 years young in the midst of a lawsuit with his only surviving brother Ron Mr. Big Isley <coughs> Shady uh, hopefully they can work it out don't know what's going to happen from here on in we also lost the actress Suzanne Summers after a 20 plus year battle with breast cancer this is breast cancer awareness month men and women can get it so please go get checked if you feel you need to trust me you'll be better off for it you know over the years she had a lot of products and she and her husband Alan had amassed a fortune of over 100 million dollars. Ooh, that's Dime Master. I guess it really did work. We also lost the actor Burt Young, best known as Paulie in the Rocky movies. And the end of a sad week. It's a sad day in hip-hop, y'all. The legendary, I say underrated, DJ Mark the 45 King. If you ever heard the song The 900 Number, that's DJ Mark the 45 King. If you ever watched Yo! MT Raps back in the day, 
The Ed Lover dance was done to his 900 number, which is actually a sample of a James Brown production by a singer called Marva Whitney called Unwind Yourself. The record wasn't a hit, but man, the 900 number will live on forever, ever, forever, ever. Well, Tamar Braxton and her mama, Evelyn, are getting a TV show on TV One. About what? It's about cooking. Now, we all know that Miss Evelyn can throw down in the kitchen. Tamar, eh, I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure, Tommy B. I guess she needs some more money so she can move out of that pot mint she was in where her car got vandalized in the ATL. Also getting a show, the rapper entertainer, the human beatbox, Doug E. Fresh. Also on TV One, the show's called The Collabo. The premise is nothing new. It pairs emerging artists with legendary singers and rappers. And I guess that's today's version of uh, artist development because there is none anywhere else. Are you ready for an Al Sharpton biopic, Tommy B? You know, he's an activist. He's a preacher. He's a stabbing victim. (laughs) He uh, is best known for his time with the godfather of soul, James Brown. Oh, he's also known for that snatchback permanent cream relaxer. And now that the FDA is about to ban them, Tommy B., you think Reverend Al going to get a fro? Mm. There's no date yet for this uh, biopic. I will keep you posted, but I think it may be worth watching. And after a series of tall tales, court cases, 15 minutes or so in jail and a bunch of other legal challenges, the actor, the disgraced actor, I should say, Jesse Smollett, formerly of the TV show Empire, has checked into rehab to learn to deal with life. Jesse, I think you might want to just learn to deal with the truth, okay? Now, Prince's ex-wife, Maite Garcia, has written a book about the relationship and it's going to be turned into a movie. I don't know if it'll be big screen or small screen. And I wonder if she's going to talk about just what it was like to be Prince's wife or that time he made her lie about the death of their only son. And, you know, she met Prince when she was 16. Is that illegal? I'm sure she has a story to tell. Who else got a story? I will say this. You know, I go in on Tyrese. (laughs) You know, I'm also big enough to say we sorry, Tyrese. I did not believe all of his cry recing on Instagram about his last wife. But now she's up here backpedaling, saying that she had folks in her ear telling her to do and say things. Tyrese never abused her or cheated on her. She just wanted to stunt and get some money. And you know what? Things done in the dark will come to light. But I just say three, two, one. Cry Reese will be on social media talking about this too. Tyrese, please go make a hit record and stay off social media. Jada Pinkett Smith. I know she's trying to sell books and she keeps trying to drop these bombshells. But people are tired of her. People also don't believe her because she and Will have been stunting since 2016 about everything being wonderful when they were actually separated. That's why there was no big to do about her entanglement with August Alsina, nor was there any big to do about Will being public with his boo thing over in the UK. Now she's talking about um, she and Will are going to reconcile. Girl, you know what? Go over there with R. Kelly and Neo and Future. Sit in the corner, fold your laundry, Jada Pinkett Smith, and more than anything else, go clean up your own house. That's all I'm saying. Speaking of cleaning house, child, have you heard the latest? The late newscaster Barbara Walters was apparently swirly back in the day when it had to be kept a secret. She got down with Richard Pryor. She got down with the late Massachusetts Senator Ed Brooke. And she even had a crush on Colin Powell. Mm, girl, your tea being spilled while you in the grave. What I want to know... If Suge Knight is in jail, what jail is allowing Suge Knight to have a podcast? 
talking about he's going to tell the real deal about the death of Tupac. Uh, <clears throat> sure, you about 10 years too late. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt. All right, don't forget, December 12th, Netflix, Kevin Hart and Chris Rock. You may recall they did a five show mini tour it's now been turned into a comedy special and behind the scenes kind of semi-documentary again it's called rock heart the tour dumb donkey of the week tay diggs and his former wife idina menzel now you know she's gone on and become a broadway star she was elsa and frozen you know she needed to take her own advice and let it go let it go claiming that the reason why he left her is because she's white girl bye and then there's also uh, a comment that Tate allegedly made saying that he wasn't down with dating black women because he disliked them because they were mean to him when he wasn't famous. But uh, he's married to April Jones. And last time I checked, she black. That's all I got. Ain't got no more. It's your girl, Tanya B. This is how we do it each and every Sunday right here on This Is The G Podcast. Go to the website. Go to the YouTube channel. Follow us. We do this each and every Sunday. Download the app. Tell a friend, tell a friend, be a friend. Have a wonderful week. All right, Tommy B. It's on you now. Hey, Tommy B, what you watching? What you watching this week, Tommy B? Thanks, Tommy B. I say Rev Al, get cornrows, man. Go natural, Rev Al. You can do it. All right, y'all, this week, though, I'm doing my annual top 10 horror picks with Spicy Dicey Grinner. I couldn't hold back on my pick to watch Fall of the House of Usher on Netflix. Not Usher Raymond, black people. It's a modernization of the Edgar Allan Poe short story from one of the new masters of horror, Mike Flanagan. This eight-episode Netflix series centers around a career corrupt big pharma CEO who faces questions about his past as his bloodline dies one by one in mysterious and brutal ways. And I do mean brutal. If you fell asleep in American Lit, have no clue who Edgar Allan Poe is or won't get any of the Poe references in this story, no worries. This modernization has something for everyone. I love this for one main reason. Mike Flanagan. He's becoming the Stephen King of the modern era. His ability to show us that the real monsters are the people gets better with every series he delivers. I've been with the Flanniverse since Midnight Mass and the Midnight Club. Some of you go back to The Haunting of Hill House and The Haunting of Bly Manor. No matter where you discovered him, there's no denying that Flanagan gets better with time. Word of caution, if you're new, it's a slow burn. But once it gets started, the payoff is amazing. The Fall of the House of Usher is a must-watch, especially for this Halloween season. Fall of the House of Usher, eight-episode limited series on Netflix. That's what I'm watching. Let me know what you're watching. Go to castropolis.net and hit the people poll. As always, big thanks to Syracuse Mike, Tanya B. Vi, Talib, and author and political analyst Harold Michael Harvey. Uh, thanks to the crew, Millennial Nick, Lady J, Regia, Music by K-Dub, all those who help us make it happen every week. And remember, uh, every Sunday, 6 p.m., you can stream us first. You can go to the YouTube channel. Uh, all the links are on our social media platforms, or you can just go to castropolis.net. The big thing is share us with a friend. If you like the show, share us. Don't cost you nothing, y'all. It's free. And uh, the big PSA for the week is from media exec Pat Mitchell, formerly of PBS. Uh, she basically said it the best. If we don't vote, 
we are ignoring history and just giving away the future. And yes, we are. Appreciate you all for supporting the show each week. Don't forget, turn on your notifications to get the bonus episodes. And now don't forget, we're doing the daily five minute episodes. So those notifications are really important during the week. Okay. Subscribe on your favorite podcast app or the YouTube channel. And with that, episode 198 is in the can. Have a great week, y'all. Peace and power to the people. Don't give up your power. Come on, y'all. You've been listening to This is the G Podcast. And This is the G Podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Thanks for listening.